Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Attack and Scrum podcast, and uh, we've got loads to get through today. As always, we'll be splitting the pod into two parts, the first of which will be fronting up, where we have a look at uh, a topical big issue, and second is heads up, where we'll be having a look at um, previewing the, the festive rugby, of which there's loads, isn't there, Dan? Can't wait for those derbies. Oh, yes, lots and lots to talk about uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to previewing the games. And uh, that will be coming up in uh, in part two. But first up, we're going to have a look at, um, you know, the, I guess what's been the biggest story of this week and the previous few. We kind of touched on it um, in our last kind of edition of, of Heads Up. It's this whole kind of player welfare, rules of the game, refereeing. There's been a lot of frustration around this area of the game in the last couple of weeks, hasn't there, Dan? Yeah, it's becoming a bit tedious now, isn't it? It's going on and on and on. But... Um... It's, it's it's one of those things that's going to continue, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the George North thing is is certainly part of this. So we've had the verdict on that today. We discussed last time out what our thoughts were on it. What did you make of the verdict? That's a bit of a joke, really, isn't it? Yeah. So um, just for just for the listeners, kind of, do you want to quickly recap what um, or the, the the overall gist of of what's kind of come out of it today? Yeah, so the so the, the medical staff have, have have got it wrong, and they've they've obviously uh, put him back on when they shouldn't have. Um, but there's not going to be any sanctions, no penalties. It's just a uh, you got it wrong, a slap on the wrist, and um, I suppose learn from it. But you know, with 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 something like a concussion, you don't really get second chances, do you? Or, no, well, I mean, you know, in this case, in this case, you, you probably have. But if 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 they hadn't, yeah. we could be looking at it. Could be to- We could be sat here now, and it could be totally, totally different. So. It's an absolute shambles. There's a few things that really annoyed me about this. Um, the first is kind of the, the fence sitting. That um, it's the the CMRG, which mm. is the the body that, that kind of looks into um, into concussion. And it really does feel like if the finger has been pointed at Northampton and said that they're not 
that they 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 made the wrong decision and sent him back on, then there has to be sanctions, doesn't yeah, it? Absolutely. It's too serious a thing yeah. to say, oh, well, yeah. you know. It's not like it's a new area of the game. We've been talking about concussion for two years, solidly, and that's been long overdue. It's you know, been it's the been only a... thing that's been talked about for, you know, it's been the most high profile then of, of, yeah. of topics, isn't it, for the last 18 months. So to then have a position where a club has, has been seen yeah. to be, um, I don't know if the exact word is negligent, but certainly in breach of the protocol, for there to be nothing, I think, is really um, is really a cop-out. Yeah, I totally agree. There should have been should have been a fine or something put in place. I think, as well, if you're um, you know if you're setting out that this is that this is as important an issue as it is, right? It's just, it's genuinely players' lives you're talking about here. North has been what's this the fourth or fifth yeah. high profile, you know, concussion in inverted commas. Um, that is that's that has got a massive potential knock-on effect for his life, yet alone his career as a rugby player. You know, we've seen a number of players who've had to retire for because of this reasons, and it's not. Um, you know, Jonathan Thomas spoke about it quite openly. I think it was at the start of the season yeah. about the impact that it's had on his life, and it's it is genuinely really really dangerous. And for this to be, you know, treated with almost a, okay, right, well. We've seen you do something wrong, but we haven't really got the balls to to make a decision on to it. Enforce, to enforce it, yeah. yeah. It, 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 looking at it as well, it just seemed so clear cut, didn't it? To the, to I'd say the majority then of uh, of the viewing public mm. that he shouldn't have, you know, that he shouldn't have gone, uh, shouldn't have gone back on. And the whole thing's been a mess because first up, you know, it's it's easy for us to sit here as we say and and speculating. Oh yeah, he looked, he looked definitely knocked out. Okay, we're ne- neither of us are medical professionals, so we don't know, and neither of us are George North, so again, we don't know what the uh, what the exact case is there. But it was the story kind of changed in the days that that had gone past. From oh yeah, he was fine. So oh, actually, we didn't have all the TV angles available to us, and yeah. oh yeah, we did, but we didn't look at them all. You know, look, I've I've no doubt that that is a hard job. And looking after players is a, is a difficult thing to do, and they, I'm sure, there is a huge, um, a huge amount of care that goes into it, more so than I could ever imagine. But if you've got it wrong, then there has to be there has to be something um, put in place. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever walk of life you're in, if you if you get something yeah, wrong, exactly. if you make an error, yeah. make an error as big as that, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be held to account, aren't you? And um, I, I don't actually see how hard how, how hard it can be though, because the, you know, the stories have changed, haven't they? From you know, they didn't have they didn't have all the angle, mm. they didn't have all the, the the TV footage, which I find massively hard to believe, hard to yeah. to understand. This isn't this isn't a you know a you know a principality championship game, right? Yeah, but there's no coverage. It's it's a live game on BT Sport. Yeah. You know, there's more camera angles than yeah. is than is probably necessary. Yeah. So for them to not see it, it just and doesn't especially add up. And, and with it being George North, who's had. Who's lost so many lives, isn't he? Into concussion lives, you know. Mm. He's um, he's hanging on in there, isn't he? He's only probably got one or two left. And there's been um, a, again, there's been a lot of people saying this week that if you know, if, uh, I saw the, the headline on BBC Sport earlier was if he was an amateur, he'd have he'd have been retired, you know. But yeah, because he's yeah. not, and it's big money, and he's one of the biggest stars of the game. Yeah. But uh, but first and foremost, you know, there is a duty of care to players, and that has to be adhered to. 
And if it hasn't been, then there has to be sanctions. That's my thoughts on yeah, the whole matter. I agree. I don't think um, I don't think he was looked after as well as he should have been. And um, no. but at the same time, I do want to I do want to see the end of this and uh, and move forward. And, and it'd be good to uh, you know good to see George put this to the put this to the back and yeah you know get some get some form back really. Yeah, absolutely. And it um, must have, it must have, it must be on his must be on his mind over the last you know. Over the last number of uh, yeah. number of months before even before this came in, you know, you can imagine, can't you? Just playing on your mind going up, and then then something, you know, something like this happens again. So, yeah, I just want to move on from it. Really. Yeah, well, I'm sure um, I'm sure all all involved do, and I think like we said last time around, it's something that needs to be taken out of the players' hands, and judging on this incident needs to be taken out of the club's hands, and there needs to be an independent yeah, you, doctor you, there that makes you that recommendation. You put a yeah. put a put a doctor up in yeah. the. Um, is it, it's that big a business that why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you you can't not do that, can you? Put them up with the video ref, um, a neutral, you know, neutral medic, and have them uh, have them review, you know, review every collision from there on in. Yeah, I think nice, I and, think nice so. and simple. I think yeah, you've you've got to, and the amount of money, particularly in the in the Premiership, there's no reason. There's no that's not going to impact. Hugely on any of those clubs, is it? Yeah. And put it and put it in neutral hands as well. Take it away from Absolutely. take the onus away from the from the actual club that's, yeah. that's employing. Yeah, no, I agree. And then there's, there's been a, a number of other kind of disciplinary things over the last um, over the last couple of weeks. There's been George Earl. Yeah, what did you make of that one? I thought there's absolutely nothing in that at all. His head was down. He was, you know, he was grabbing to try and get onto a player, and and yeah, his hands came into contact with his face. As you know, these things happen. You know. In loads and loads of games, there was nothing in it at all, and uh, and, he, and he's what has he got eight uh, yeah. eight weeks? I think it's I think it's a terrible decision. And something you mentioned before we came on air is it, he's been penalised for for pleading not guilty. Yeah, that that doesn't sit well at all because no. he it, it's almost now if you if you plead guilty you're going to get you're going to get a reduced a reduced sentence when you know even if you don't even if you so are people just going to plead guilty? Just to get their just to get their their time taken down. Yeah, um, and he's getting penalised now for for basically saying like, I didn't do it. There doesn't seem to be there doesn't seem to be any consistency with these no, things. It's all over the shop. But that you, you know you just got to look at, it. and I think the vast majority of people have looked at it and said, at worst it's clumsy. There doesn't seem to be any malice. Certainly nothing conclusive. When you compare it with the likes of the Dane Coles, yeah, uh, it was Dane uh, Coles. No, and, um, Fra- Ben Fra- uh, Franks. Which which Franks is it? Who's still playing? Owen Ben. Um, Owen Franks, wasn't it? Owen Franks, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was totally different. Yeah, wasn't it? I know, and, and um, you and, know, and nothing walks away unpunished. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. You compare it to that. You even compare it to to Dylan Hartley's latest yeah. antics. Yeah. And given Hartley's uh, disciplinary record and the the pretty clear cut nature of it, that to me, swinging arm, straight arm. Yeah. He's caught him pretty. You know, hard enough to to cause damage. Yeah, he, he, well, I don't think he meant to actually catch his head, but he no. did. He did intend to injure him. That yeah. was that was the the force and the swing on that arm. He was only he only wanted to do damage, and um, there was absolute intent there. They've got. To, I think they have to look at intent as well. Yeah, um, and which, which again is a hard thing to do, isn't it? It is. But with instances like that, yeah, I don't think it is. I think if you watch enough rugby. You know, you yeah. can tell what is malicious and what isn't. Yeah. And those have the right people looking at it. As well, yeah. You? But you look at those two. You look at those two decisions. I know they're different because they're coded differently because of 
you know, you've got one, you've got one going over the eyes, and you've got the other, you know, a, a swinging arm. So they're they're looked upon differently. Um, but it's an absolute, absolute sham. It is, and I think the thing is, you know, none of us, neither of us, would sit here and say, oh well, actually, you know, everyone's making a big deal about contact with the eyes. You know, oh well, you know, it's a bit of gouging here and there. I used to get away with it in the old days. It's quite rightly been pushed up the agenda as something that has to be treated with um, a huge amount of stern discipline when when someone's found guilty of it. But that doesn't mean that just because there's any kind of you, you know you eliminate any kind of grey area or anything near the eyes because it can happen. Yeah. It could happen really easily. They can't. They can't have it that your, your hand brushes past someone's eye. Yeah. Um, and you know you've been you know you, you've come into contact with the eyes, so then it's then then it then it's a ban. We, we, we've got to be a bit more sensible than that, otherwise, otherwise the game's just going to turn into an absolute farce. It does. It does feel like there's a, a real lack of common sense. Yeah, but it's all, that's the problem at the moment, isn't it? It's so much inconsistency. It's all over the shop. We don't know where yeah. they're coming or going. Um, and we ju- I think we just need to we just need to get a bit more sensible about uh, about the decisions. And a lot of it's going to come down to those making decisions have to have an understanding, don't they? And apply empathy to it as well, not just you know, oh, came into contact. Yeah, that's 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 straight. Uh, straight 10 weeks, 12 weeks. We've spoken about this before when we're talking about refereeing and, and things like this. Do you think that the governing bodies don't have enough people who've either played or have a good enough understanding of the game to make these calls? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that, didn't I, before? I, I do think that uh, a lot of the people making the calls don't have, you know, don't have enough of an understanding then to be able to um, make the right calls because if, I think if you haven't played, if you haven't played the game, it, it, it's probably hard to appreciate how how can someone's hands come into how how can they come into contact yeah. with someone's face, and they, they just haven't been there in the, in those situations to understand that it, it's so easy. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't make you a bat necessarily about you. Know, you, you, you you're literally trying to get hold of anyone. You know, at, at times you, know, you could be grabbing someone's nose. You know, but not you know it's not. Yeah. You, you know, you let it go as soon as you grabbed it. But it, it, these things happen, don't they? Yeah, it doesn't mean you're trying to rip his nose off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I, it's also it is difficult, isn't it? it? It's yeah. I don't. I don't envy. No, I don't envy the the Blazers. Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather yeah. be talking about it here now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, making those calls. But if you get the right people there, if they, and that's the hardest thing, then get the right people in those seats. Then I think the decisions will be will be will be a lot more sensible. Well, maybe we could kill two birds with one yeah. stone here, and the the ex pros that we're kind of a bit critical of for sitting on the fence when it comes to punditry could go and could go and sit on the the disciplinary panels and apply yeah. a bit of empathy and and help officials out. You know, I'm saying this kind yeah. of half joking, but, but at the same time, how 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 we would see we would see a totally different a totally different set of decisions being made wouldn't yeah. you? from that instantly from that. They they I, I pretty much you probably pretty much back almost all of, all of them to make the right decisions. So it has to come down to their understanding. Um, you stick you stick Martin Williams in there, for instance. If he if he's making those calls, yeah. I back him to make every single one of them. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, now, whoever else is sitting next to him, they're making it's because they don't quite they don't they don't quite get it. Yeah, it's uh, no, I'm, I agree with you on that one. I just think it's it's very difficult to. But we're never we're never going to see Martin in that chair, are we? No, no, he's got a very <laughs> a very nice kick. Yeah, I feel like we. Pick on Martin Williams quite a lot on here, actually, which is um, it's probably I a bit love harsh because, yeah, I mean, he's a uh, my favourite, yeah, favorite. I, I, yeah, one of the one of the best players I've ever seen play live, a genuine, yeah. absolute gem of a player oh. to watch, and 
And I don't know, he, he always seems to crop up on here. I always yeah. seem to mention Martin Williams as my kind of go-to pundit to have a pop at. And I don't, I actually don't, there's a lot of things that he says, um, that he I, says, right, any I, of these issues that come up on I'm live games, him up. I always I always like his opinions. Yeah. Like, you're always bigging him up. Oh, yeah, yeah this yeah. is all right, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, so you're on your own there. Yeah, I remember, no, with, no, I remember I, with, the, uh, with the Six Nations, we, um, you know, going back going back to our first win, we were saying that uh, if you know, it comes to the end of it, we're all going to have to get Martin Williams tattoos, you know, like silly, <laughs> silly, silly little things, you know, with, uh, where are we going to get them, you know, on our backsides, so yeah. you know, I don't want anyone to know, but uh, we, we didn't get them, but uh, yeah. yeah. Just as well, that's probably, uh, that's probably a wise decision in the end. It probably was. That said, you know, kind of putting that, those insane images out of everyone's mind, which I'm sure is, <laughs> is yeah. uh, easier said than done. This weekend in particular, yeah. we've seen an insane amount of red cards. You know, I mean, it, never, it, it very rarely used to be a thing in rugby, did it? Yeah. You know, I remember when I first started watching rugby, a red card, I almost... Well, in fact, yeah. there weren't even red cards, were there? Yeah. Sendings you off, you could, then red cards came in with professionalism. You get one, could you? Yeah, it was, you know, you would have to have clopped someone square in the face when several the ref, times the ref, when the ref was... Lo- yeah, or the ref, yeah. in order to get one. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's the way the game should be, but it does feel as though more and more pressure is being put on referees by governing bodies to ensure that there is an absolute, to the, to the letter of the law, if this has happened, there's contact with the eyes, yeah. this, has to, this has to be in place. Yeah. And kind of the best games you see are with referees that are able to yeah. apply a bit of common sense. Yeah, exactly. And what's the expression? Empathy for the players yeah. that they use. But I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it, it, well, it, it's all linked to the point before, isn't it? It's, it's a lack of understanding. The guys who've got the right understanding... The laws maybe they may be putting top down pressure on you know this law that law whatever whatever law, um, but if they're able to just apply a bit of common sense um, and, and and sort of reasoning to it, then they make the right decisions. But you imagine they're reading their law book before they're going out. There's a directive, a new directive has come out, and they're panicking and they make those decisions. And it's probably because they're just literally reading it. On a on a, on a on a bullet point, yeah, and then taking it taking it as black and white, and and they change so bloody often as well. There's a new do, directive yeah. every tournament, but they know, you know whether it's autumn nationals or Six Nations, yeah. or a new domestic season. There is something yeah. new every time, and I know the game changes, and there's different points that you need to focus on, yeah. but. There's but always if, someone out to make a bloody point about it. Yeah, but they, then they get penalised. So, that, so that when there's a when there's a priority, you know, there's a priority code on one of these one of these um, directives. They know that they're going to be they're going to be scrutinised after the game on you know how did you perform on this yeah. level. Whereas you know somebody like Nigel Owens and there's many you know, many good refs like him. He, he he's able to sort of he's able to probably counter that with I didn't make that decision because of this. Yeah, and he's strong enough and good enough and has an, a, such a strong understanding of the game that he can say no, this is why I did this. But the other refs, or a lot of the other refs, then don't have that knowledge, don't have that experience, that expertise. To well, be able to, I'd go a bit further than that as well, and I'd say, you know, I mean, there's been some downright inept uh, refereeing, particularly in the Pro 12 this this yeah. year. We I have mean, a problem with the ref. The D- Dudley Phillips. I, I don't want to. I don't want it to be a witch hunt, right? But the games I've I mean, seen in refereeing started that before. But I have, I'm not. I'm not intentionally. But the, the games I've seen in referee, he just yeah. doesn't seem to be fit to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's. And again, if you're in that position, you've got to you've got to kind of take him out of that. But there, there's obviously a shortage enough. There's, mm. there's too big a shortage of referees in order to take him out of that equation. Yeah. You know, and other refs as well. I mean, Alan Rowland is one of the most high-profile referees that, to have uh, to have officiated the game. That you know that red card against Sam Warburton. Now, what are we five years on? 
I still haven't got over it, by the way, which is why I'm bringing it up now. None of us have, yeah. But that now, you'd probably look at and go, okay, it's a red card. Would we? Do you know what I mean? If it happened now in a game, yeah, prob- in a European game yeah, involving no size when we've been pretty objective about it, you'd probably go, okay, I can see why that's a red card. At that point, it was unprecedented for yeah. anyone to give a red card for that. That's why at halftime, all the pundits went nuts and said, oh, you know, it's, it's, ruined, it's ruined the game. But that yeah. was him out to make a point. And, you know, and Sam famously kind of said, oh, no, he got the decision right. But I think that's just the kind of character and Warburton is. That he's... He, he'd, read the, he'd read the directive before he'd gone out there, didn't he? And it was, in, it was at the forefront of his mind. Yeah. Not thinking about the actual game, you know, the game itself, what it was going to do to it. Yeah. Really. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, you know, realistically, it probably yeah. cost Wales a, a World Cup final. Yeah, it definitely did. Gosh, it's I know, maybe it's because um, we've had a, a Stella before yeah. going on air here, actually. Oh, that probably wasn't the best. Uh, I thought it'd give us a bit of festive it. cheer, when in actual fact, it's just made me really angry about a decision made five years ago. Yeah, maybe we should just talk about that now. What's that? <laughs> what happened in that game? It, no, we'll do a... Um, We'll do a kind of like therapy podcast yeah. for that. We'll dedicate 40 minutes to that. <laughs> and it will just be us trying to exercise the demons yeah. of, uh, of 2011. Heavy breathing. And yeah. I don't, think I'd be up, I don't think I'd be up for that. No, I could I still wake up in the middle of the night sometimes thinking of thinking of that game. What could have been? I know. Anyway. Mustn't dwell on these things anyway, as, no. uh, as I'm no. sure it's... We, uh, we, we, we have a problem with refereeing. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and I think it's, it's refereeing, it's... The directives that are, that are put in place by the yeah. and the sighting commission, there's just inconsistency across the board. Yeah. And with, um, mm-hmm. can you hear that? That'll yeah. be us. That? Know, let's have a look. It's a stellar delivery, is it? It's, it's, it's either a stellar delivery or it's... Um... Martin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather it's Martin Williams. Uh, I'd rather it was uh, Alan Roland than Martin Williams. <laughs> I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't fancy having a ruck with, uh, with Nugget. Yeah. I uh, must learn to be more professional, stop drinking Stella and turn my phone off before, uh, before we get underway. We've got loads coming up in the second half. We're going um, to change the pace a little bit and I think hopefully be a bit more optimistic because I am absolutely dying for these fixtures. I think it's going to be a really interesting couple of days of rugby. So we're going to be previewing, uh, previewing some, of the, some of the fixtures coming up in, uh, in part two. As always, I'd like to give, uh, give a reminder at this point to get in touch via, uh, via social media, so facebook.com slash... Attacking Scrum, which loads of people have uh, have been subscribing on and commenting on some of the videos we put up there, and that's uh, that's absolutely great as well. It's really good to see, you know, just how uh, just how passionate and, and worked up people get. If you want to do the same on Twitter, it's at Attacking Scrum, and uh, we always put out a bit of a a, um, a call to place reviews for us because it helps us kind of get seen on uh, on iTunes. If you're able to leave us a review, so actually, what well, I thought would probably be quite a good thing in this instance, yeah. is, to, uh, is to read them out and thank people for, uh, for doing so. So I picked up a few that I forgot to, forgot to do last week. So we've had some, um, some nice stuff from, uh, from a guy called Captain Colonel, which I don't know if that's his real name or not, but um, uh, he says, great podcast, getting stuck into the key issues. Not because I'm English, because the pods after Wales' poor performances have been the best. Oh, that's, you know, that's nice, isn't there? A bit of schadenfreude there, <laughs> enjoying our misery. And, uh, and this, one, this one amused me a bit as well. So this is Die From The Hill. And uh, he's, he's, yeah, and Dai says he'd like to uh, he'd like to hear more conspiracy theories. 
<laughs> I don't think we're I don't think we're short on a conspiracy theory or two actually. So maybe we'll drop a few more of those in. I've already said I think Alan Roland's out to get us, and uh, he also says he would have named it the Rolling Mall as it's a continuous discussion. A scrum can often be pulled down and and then required to reset. Yeah. Which he's uh, got a point. Yeah, but um, it's a bit late now, isn't it? I've, yeah, it's got to stay now. It's good. We've got to we've got to kind of stick with it. Um, good point. Though. But yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for getting in touch with us and for leaving us a review. So uh, yeah, if you do that, we'll um, we'll certainly give you a shout out on air. So drop us a review on uh, on iTunes because it it does help us out and uh, and to grow the audience. Right? Can you add a few more? Or is that? Yeah, sure. No, no. I've got well. I've I've only printed a few off, haven't I? So we have got one. We have got one more. When you when when you read one, when you read one, Dan, there's one more if you'd like to do one. It's the top one. You have got your reading glasses on. Have you like Eddie Butler trying to uh, struggle with a team sheet? Brinkworth Youth. Excellent, honest, and very informative. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's Lovely. Nice. Lovely. I, the, the, these are the only... Honest. The only I'd give it... I'd, I'd certainly say the honest bit is, is true, whether or not we're very informative or excellent. <laughs> it's a matter for uh, is a matter for opinion. You printed out these three. Are these actually the only three? That... No, there's there's loads more, and there's there's also guys slating us on there as well. So. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. Actually, people have been very positive, which is a, which is a real nice thing. Lovely. Right, second half coming up very very shortly with loads of uh, of preview of the um, of the festive period as I've said about fifteen times now. So uh, hop over there and have a listen. Sports Social Podcast Network.